Thank you for joining us for this episode. Today, we're joined by Dr. Tanya Gill from We Love Eyes on The OI Show. Thank you for joining us for this episode. Today, we're joined by all of our friend, Tanya Gill. And uh, Dr. Gill, thank you for joining us for The OI Show. Thanks for having me on OI. It's uh, I, I think you're in what fifty episodes, maybe more at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right on. That's uh, impressive that you uh, that you even know that. So thank you for looking at our podcast. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> so Dr. Gill, as many people know, started this uh, little project because she loves eyes. Um, so that the rest of us can love eyes. We love eyes was launched how many years ago now? Six, seven, eight. Yeah, it's been a while. The idea came in 2014. I think officially launched e-commerce 2017. It, yeah. it took a long time to make that happen. Yes, I'm sure. So I was hoping that during the conversation today, for all of you that are listening, um, and taking a quick break to go and hit like and subscribe and giving us a five-star review and all those other things that Tanya's taught me about marketing, um, that you could tell us a little bit about, I'm seeing patients in the exam room. I want to go pull something off of the shelf to help these people. And I'm just like, screw it. I'm going to go make it my own. Talk us through this story of how you came to this decision to start something on your own. So I had this patient, she was complaining about her contact lens and probably on her third visit for another contact lens check, I just finally lost it. I told her, hey, you need to remove your eye makeup. That's the problem. It's not the contacts. And she says, you're right. I sleep in my eye makeup, but can you find something that's vegan, cruelty-free? And of course, you know, she's from Berkeley, Oakland, where I live. And she had this laundry list of things, 10 items. So I wrote them down. I said, sure, I'm going to, I'm up for this challenge. So that, that evening I go to Whole Foods and I'm like, this has got to exist. Right. And it did not exist to my shock. I went online. I, I tried every like kind of like natural food store pharmacy in this yeah. area. And if you it can't find it at Whole sense. Foods, it's, it, it's not no. healthy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. So I looked everywhere, couldn't find it. And I thought, you know what, maybe I'll just make something. And sure, that sounds easy. That sounds easy enough. Right. And so started getting into a lot of research. And, you know, at that point, I remember when I was like a little girl watching my mom remove her eye makeup and she would actually use oils being Chinese. It's very Asian to wash your face with oils, which was unheard of at the time in, in the United States in 2014. And I thought, gosh, there's something to that. And I kind of put that piece of the puzzle together with our love for tea tree oil and, you know, just made some formulas and tried them on my husband. <laughs> Uh -huh. Yeah, just in case, you know, teach me. Yeah. Not on you, on your husband. On right. my husband, you yeah. know, on my hand, but my husband's eyes, you know, uh -huh. he's a great guinea pig. Yeah. And after probably, you know, 40 something fails, I, I came up with the formula and I called that patient back. Took me about a couple, two, three weeks, called her back and says, I have something for you. Uh -huh. And she tried it and it was kind of new because it was an oil. She didn't really like it but then 
her contact lenses were amazing again. And she was a believer and she still uses the product to this day. Wow. So let's, let's talk about biochemistry in, in mixing and matching and like, how, how did you come up with the, the concentrations and the oils that were you go, you were going to use? Was it kind of that you saw in the research that, Hey, this is good. This is not harmful because, you know, if we go over to our European counterparts, they have hundreds and thousands of products that are banned. And in the United States, we have how many, how many products are banned in the U S and the cosmetic? Yeah. World? It's not banned in the United States until it's proven to be unsafe. And in EU, it's different. It's mm-hmm. banned until it's proven to be safe. It's yeah. very opposite thinking. Um, Having said that, there's many databases available, but frankly, it was really trial and error. I didn't know what I was doing. I mean, uh-huh. it was seriously trial and error, um, but I knew I narrowed down. I wanted limited ingredients because that patient was very sensitive to lots of ingredients. I wanted to keep it simple and I kept it to three. I had five ingredients in the beginning, but I had narrowed it down to three. I was like, in case she's allergic, I'll be able to pinpoint what she's allergic to. Mm. And my mom loves certain oils. And so I kind of just had that going for me. And then I almost majored in organic chemistry at Berkeley. So I felt really comfortable just, you know, (laughs) mixing ingredients and making mistakes, essentially. Yeah, brilliant. So now we've got this little product that is made in these, uh, in this homemade factory pharmacy mixing mixology. And, um, it's helping a couple of your patients and you're like, Hey, why don't you try this? See what this works. And then, and th- that's very different than having a company and launching a product. So yeah. I, I how used did to that leave, come about? Yeah. It's crazy story, but I used to leave. So my, my husband, he'd come home from his work shift at 10 PM. I used to leave him a little note. Can you make me 30 more bottles of the makeup remover oil? That's what he had to do when he came home. And we had this makeshift lab in our kitchen. When you do something like that, you can't charge your patient anything. So I was just giving it away. Sure. And then it got to that point where I couldn't keep up with the dema- demand. And my husband was just tired of coming <laughs> home to me, <laughs> making them for me. Uh-huh. So I said, okay, we're on to something. So I said, I think I'm just going to start selling it. And then that opened a huge can of worms. I can no longer make it in my kitchen. I have to make it in a lab. I have to get it third-party tested. It's just a then it's just tens of thousands um, of dollars of regulatory logistics that, of course, I learned none of that in optometry school. Um, no, no, they don't. They don't have that regulatory crash, class. Rude crash course in product development is what I went through that first year. Wow. Wow. And what what were some of the things that I would not even imagine about? I mean, I'm sure you have to find somebody that can make it for you, sourcing the product and packaging and all. Of, I mean, packaging is probably the easy part, right? But so yeah. walk us through some of those weird things that you didn't even have to think so of. Oh, you have a bottle, right? You think okay. this is easy. So, you know, the Olympics just happened. So you're okay. running this formula inside here through Mm -hmm. like the modern day pentathlon. So you need to have it tested for preservative. If you want to make a claim gluten-free, 
has to be tested for something specific called ocular irritation because it's used around the eye area, has to be tested for allergy response, dermatology tested if you should. It needs to be tested. <laughs> it could go on and on so that the formula is stable in the bottle when it's on the shelf, has to be tested. What is the shelf life? Mm-hmm. And that cute little symbol, it's called POA product, um, oh, PAO, product after opening. You have to get that tested. So we're just talking, it goes through the pentathlon of testing. And at any point you have a fail, you start all over. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. I just, so once yeah. you get that all of that stuff done, then you can't change the concentration at all. You can't add or subtract. You have to use the same supplier and all of that stuff from then on forward. Nothing can change. So yeah. that formula has been tested to made it to be made at a very specific FDA manufacturing lab. We mm-hmm. have ours made at the Estee Lauder um, L'Oreal manufacturing lab. So it's up to the highest standards. Mm-hmm. But there, you'll see a lot of products out on the market. This drives me crazy. None of their products have been safety tested. Mm. Just can't mm-hmm. do that, right? A lot of people are like, oh, there's no water in my formula, so I don't need to get it preservative tested. Actually, you probably should, mm-hmm. right? Just for the safety of the consumer. You never know what your manufacturer is doing. Yeah. And so yeah. every time something gets made at the manufacturer, they need to give you a document that they've analyzed it for bacteria, certificate of analysis. And so the regulatory just keeps going on and on and on. Yeah. Now, did you go to that manufacturer at the very beginning? And have you been with the same one the entire time? Or how did you land there? I have three manufacturing facilities. Um, I started out with um, a really cheap one to start Mm -hmm. out with. I ended up having to throw that entire batch out because of mold. Okay. So that's Um, a lesson lesson for all of us that are inventing our own products. Don't go to the cheap place first. Yeah. And the hard thing about the more expensive places is they have minimums, right? So there might be a minimum of 10,000 units, which seriously, when I started, we started out in my kitchen at 10 units, right? Right. (laughs) So it's a big scale, 10 to 10,000. On a perishable product, 10,000 units. It's it's an impossible. I would. It's almost an impossible entry at that yeah. at that level. And when you go to a smaller lab where the minimum might be a thousand, still substantial when you start. Sure, sure, yeah. So, so not only is your husband having to formulate things now when he comes home, you're like, you don't have to formulate them anymore. But we just need you to work so you can pay for ten thousand units to get this off the ground. <laughs> Partially, but he's still my ultimate guinea pig. Uh So we were coming out with a bunch of new products and randomly I say, can I just spray this in your eye? He's like, I'm watching ESPN. No, (laughs) (laughs) it's just one eye. You can watch monocularly. It's fine. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) We just need to see what happens. So, um, so when you were getting ready to release this onto the market, I was so honored that you reached out to me and we got to start this and use it on our, our patients. This is years ago. And, uh, you know, we love our eyes, you know, they, they loved it and it worked really well. And then you scaled it up and now it's not just sold by you on this web store, which is where it was originally, take us through 
you know, you packaging up boxes to where you're at now and what what manufacturing distribution looks like for this optometrist who had this patient who she got fed up with. And now <laughs> you've got this company that's, you know, products, uh, you know, I can go to the shelf and see this. I think it's just the coolest story that I know somebody who's done that. It's insane. So we used to, we had no money and we, we still kind of are in that situation because you're always buying inventory, but we used to ship the bottles to my office at Oakland Vision Center. And then Dr. Kayla and me, we would be packaging in cartons, tamper sealing them, and then repackaging them to ship to the fulfillment center. Just crazy logistics. Oh, and for a while I was shipping, when I shipped your product, I shipped it out of Oakland Vision Center while yep. I was between dilating patients, you know? I know you did. I know. And then eventually I got a fulfillment center and then it became crazy real. I mean, it just is now a well-oiled machine. But yeah, you go from basically assembling things in your garage like many startups do to scaling slowly, but we're there. Yeah. Um, yeah. People would call me like, can I get free samples? I'm like, I wish I can't afford that. Do you know how expensive it is to, you know, to provide samples and ship them? And we're kind of still in that boat, but right. we're seeing the light. If you asked me for a free sample, I'd be like, oh, David, I can give you one. Right. And, <laughs> and the shipping is going to cost me my Chipotle lunch today. So that's what the free shipping just cost. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And uh, so, so tell us where the company is now. You're still developing products. You've taken this to a new level and uh, you have, you know, you're, you're no longer in practice like you were before. Uh, you sold your practice, which is a, a fantastic thing. Such a cool practice. If you haven't followed her social Thank media you. for her practice, it's just the coolest social media to follow. So now tell us where you're at now and what you're up to. So, uh, yeah, during COVID, I got a puppy and invented 20 new products for We Love Eyes. So <laughs> I'm working slowly on fine-tuning those. Most of them are fine-tuned because I became obsessive, but we're slowly releasing all those products. Yeah, They're yeah. Amazing. and for free samples, we just email you. Is that right? Yeah, just, just send me just... an email and my response will be LOL, how cute. Thanks, David. <laughs> What kind of product should we be looking for uh, from We Love Eyes in the future? So I I decided that We Love Eyes is all going to concentrate, be laser focused on cleansing the eye. We excel with that. We fill a, a, a serious niche. We're kind of bridging the gap between cosmetics and eye care. And it's funny because, you know, we've talked to a lot of big stores and they don't know where to put We Love Eyes on the shelf. We sold to CVS for a while and CVS decided, oh, you should be in the beauty aisle. And the beauty aisle is like, you should be in eye care. So it's almost like they need to create a new aisle for me. That's the goal. That's a red ocean. That's 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 uh, that that's the red ocean, and you're swimming in this whole other blue ocean, right? Yeah. Just in this whole other place. That's amazing. It's it's amazing, but you know it's like really it's challenging. It's pioneering a new new category and really yeah. educating people what eye care truly is. Yeah. Um, you know, for a while I wanted to be, you know, in Sephora. I've changed that goal very quickly um, because of COVID. 
But essentially, I am concentrating on new products. I just launched a chamomile hypochlorous, which took me 36 months to make. And 30 of those months was just testing pH. It was kind of crazy. You know, yeah. I made the formula and then you have to go through 36 months of pH testing so you can prove all of that third-party testing safety tests that we were talking about. Um, that's kind of amazing. Um, it's the first in the entire world. So I'm pretty proud of that product. What, what are going to be some benefits of that product over utilizing, um, you know, uh, an HA product somewhere else? I made it specifically for my patients with ocular allergy. Chamomile is mm-hmm. really calming. So I wanted to com- combine cleansing power, but then the calming, soothing power of chamomile flower and extract. And so mm-hmm. like, it came up with this crazy idea. And the manufacturer's like, you're insane. Nobody's ever done that. I'm like, I know. Let's try. And it worked <laughs> out. <laughs> yep. Yep. Very cool. Well, I love your story. I just, I have just, you know, as, as one fan who's just watched this journey, I just am so stoked for the success that you have had. You saw, yeah, you saw the very first like Wheel of Eyes branded label that I printed from my computer. And I liked, I loved it. I mean, I was, I remember you sending me, uh, sending me little PDFs of what things were going to look like yeah. in the first stages and was honored that you sent it to me. But Thank you. Um, it's just been so cool to see the success of We Love Eyes. And uh, so tell us, for those of us that are in eye care, uh, we can send our patients out to get this product, but how do you suggest to colleagues that they prescribe We Love Eyes or how do they, you know, do they, do they, do they have product they sell in their office or what, what do, what do we do if we want to use, we love eyes for our patients? It depends on, I'm a businesswoman. depends on how much money you want to make. If you want to make a lot of money, <laughs> carry it in your office. Yeah. We have, I mean, we have like an MGD kit. It's amazing. We, um, we formulated tools. So I had this patient that said, Oh, well, I don't want to keep coming in to have my eyelids scrubbed by you. Can you just make me a mini toothbrush? And I thought, yes, I'm going to make you a toothbrush. So we have like kits. Now we have tools, we have brushes where this is brand new. This is for makeup, but we, we have a bunch so of what brushes. she's holding here is yeah. uh, cause most people are listening. I'm seeing all of this at the moment. She yeah. is filling her hands with tools that we can use, sell our patients, give to our patients, not give to them. We don't sample, um, but all these different things. Yeah. Explain what you're holding in your hand. Products products work, but my patients would come back after using the eye makeup remover, cleansing foam, whatever. And they would say, well, I need to, I don't want to use my fingers. I want a tool or a brush. And I thought I'm going to make one. So I made a series of them. So imagine if you have MGD, you can heat up this little stainless steel roller, roll it across your eyelid margin. You have a rolling hot compress. It's magic. And it's- How do you heat that thing up? Hot water. Uh 10 seconds, hot water. You have the perfect rolling hot compress. You know, it's, uh, it's the size of your orbital bone is how I invented it. So it just fits right in there, fits for MGD. So we have kits now. So 
the doctor wants to sell it, she can sell it out, you know, from her office straight up. You can also become an affiliate where you just get paid a percentage, your patient gets a discount. You can send your patient online to the website and that's fine too. You can Mm -hmm. also send them to Amazon, which is not my preference. You know, I'm not, I don't want to, Amazon's a necessary evil. We're on Amazon to protect my brand. Like if I wasn't on there, somebody else would be selling Mila Buys and we have strict control of Amazon, but they can do that as well. Yeah. So um, you've talked about the products. You talked about how you developed them and so forth. If somebody wanted to say, I want to get started with We Love Eyes and I want to try a product out that I'm recommending to my patients, you've got all of these product lines and so forth. It could be overwhelming and a difficult place to start with all of it. So what do you suggest people start with if they're just getting into uh, wanting to try some of this optometry made recommended products for our patients? So I made it really simple on the website, go to shop by eye problem. And so for every patient that comes in with the eye problem, for example, they're not removing your makeup, you want to sell them that system. For any patient that has an anterior blepharitis problem, sell them that system. MDD, we have a system. Ocular allergy, we have a system. Lash extensions, we certainly have a system. So we made that very easy for wholesalers to really address the problem. And it's wonderful because once you have the MDD system, you'll have that patient come in and says, oh, what do I use to remove your eye makeup? You're like, oh, I wish I would have got that too. So you just want to have these things on your shelf and you know, the buy-in's really reasonable. It's 12 pieces um, per each SKU, or you can just buy one off for samples so you could really trial it in your office. So some mm-hmm. people just buy one of everything and then see what they sell first, and then they just go with that. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, so you, you just mentioned a resource, but what resources would you like to uh, share with people that they can go to learn more or to try things out? Um, do not email her and ask for free samples. We we know that that's going to cost a lot of money. And uh, <laughs> she's, uh, so I don't even get free samples. And uh, so, t- yeah. so um, share with us where we can learn more and uh, and start ordering some products. Yeah. Um, thanks for that, David. You can go to weloveeyes.com, W-E-L-O-V-E, and then the word E-Y-E-S.com and just click wholesale. And the, the website's pretty self-sufficient and I have no sales reps. It's all self-service. As long as you are an eye care professional and you have a credit card, the product is shipped within five business days. Two, re- two, two requirements. Say yeah. you're an eye care professional and you own a credit card. Yes. Those two things will get you. Exactly. Well, we'll also leave some uh, some notes in the uh, in the show notes and in the links. Uh, you can um, find out more about Tanya and what awesome things she's doing. Thank you for helping our patients be better and for taking the plunge on your husband for uh, for us. Thank him. Yeah, he just walked. Uh, he just walked downstairs. He's like, "What's going on?" <laughs> um, we appreciate all of the uh, all the trial and error that was done on your eyes uh, for us to help our patients. Yeah, he's smiling. So. Thanks, David. <laughs> Thank you, Doctor Gill, for hanging out with us on the OI show. Thanks for um, having me. That was super fun. Yeah, we're honored to get to know you, and thank you for joining us for this episode of the Optometric Insights Show. 
Stay tuned for other future amazing episodes and uh, please like and subscribe and we'll see you next time on the OI Show.